Welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast, hosted today by these knobs: Jay Donovan, Aaron Cook, and me, Todd Novak. Welcome, one and all, to another delicious episode of the Guitar Knobs podcast. Delish. I feel like that should add like a sound effect after. Kind of hungry, actually. Now that you mention. Right. That's why I had a delicious. Snickers before before mm. we came on here. I was not wise enough. Yeah, you're kind of a Snickers. You, you, you it's on your face. a lot. Yeah, there's still like Snickers on your face. Is there? No. No. <laughs> Sorry, I should have kept that going. My bad. Um, hey, I hope everyone who's listening is having an awesome day or night, whatever, morning. Um, Midday. We had a uh, an excellent episode uh from our last one, uh, 17. That was our interview with uh, Hank Donovan from Rattlesnake Cables. And if you haven't heard it, I encourage you to go back and listen. Uh, we learned a ton about cables. And um, that was a long one. It was a long one. <laughs> so, Very insightful, a lot of aha moments. Yeah, it was great. But it, it was, it was, that was the longest one we've yeah. done. Yeah, by far. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that was almost, could have been two episodes. But... So this one, we decided, hey, you know what? We're going to have a little bit more fun. A little bit. Like, just, you know, kick back a little bit. we got some uh, interesting things to discuss, but we will not be doing the hour and a half episode like before. I mean, wait, maybe it will. You, yeah, let's, you never know. Probably not. Let's just see how this We are down one unfolds. knob who is playing hooky today. I have no idea where he is. Um, but um, that's okay. We will soldier on. And yeah, whatever. See whatever what happens. Fisher. Yeah, F that guy anyways. Freaking Fisher. Um, okay. Big J Donovan, what is going on in the world today with you? What's going on with me? I'm still recovering from playing a gig over a week ago. Why are you still recovering from that? Explain. Because I'm, I'm like old. You're still hungover? I'm, I'm still hungover from it. No, I, I've been thinking about it a lot and got to get back, got to get, after playing a live gig for the first time in like, I don't know, over two years, I think, I was like, I felt pretty good. Yeah. I got to, I got to. And you were just out, you. It was just you, like a. You were out of the loop for a while because you went back to get a master's pretty much, right? Yes. It's uh, not that you weren't capable. I mean, you're a very capable bass player. I so just didn't have you. time to to gig much like yeah. weekends were completely saturated with like reading studying oh man lame yeah that is lame that is so not rock and roll right <laughs> that is like the opposite of rock and roll um so so yeah. anyway the bug i felt the bite of the bug again i'm like man I'm, like my brain's turning like a wasp song or something the bite of the bug <laughs> i don't know i feel like blackie laws is gonna bust through the door right now <laughs> Uh, okay. So my the wheels are turning in my head is basically right. always that's and you're what's down new. some gear right now because you you were kind of at a point where you're like you know what I got to get rid of my stuff I got to pay for some school stuff yep you know so you're looking at getting some new gear I can feel I can see in your eyeballs be reborn yeah with a, a bunch you're of you're gonna new get a brand new EBO and we're gonna <laughs> the the mud you should get the the, the court Kerbo. The one with the or the court. It's like the little Gene tiny Simmons. body is like super <laughs> tiny. Yeah, teeny. with the, like the surgical uh, rubber strings. 
<laughs> I don't. Let's say no. You're, but we'll come back to this because we're going to talk about some stuff where I okay. might, you know. Yeah. Oh might, yeah. This that, might, yeah. Our, our main our main topic. Yeah, That's might, foreshadowing. That's what they call it in the business. We need like an effect. Can we play like post effect? Foreshadowing. Shadowing. Shadowing. That's yeah. That well, you just uh, did it. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Okay. <laughs> cool. Cool. Done. Hey, the, the good thing is that that. Um, I think that that is something to keep in mind for everybody. Sometimes it can be tough if you are like out of the game for a while, if you're, or if you feel rusty, you feel like you know I haven't uh, trying to get back. Anybody who's played live, I'm not gonna say most people who have <laughs> played live know that it is an incredible rush. It is a, a a fantastic feeling, even if there's like two people standing in front of you at a club. It's it's still great. It you know, few people get to do that. I know that arguably there's like, you know, there's millions of bands and stuff, but if you think about you yourself as a musician, think about your circle of friends. How many other people play live? Uh, not not that small many. Fraction. Right? Right. Um I mean, even if you're like well connected in the scene, that is still a a much smaller percentage of people than the most you're associated with. Um, so to be reminded of that, like, it, it, like once you get a little taste of that, not doing it is really pain. It leaves that empty, woeful feeling in your tummy. The only not thing I everyone. will say, not for, well, not for you. I, don't, I honestly, I don't miss gigging. Yeah, I really don't. Well, because usually it was like, hey, we've got this Tuesday night slot at 12, 12 a.m. And it's like, and you're like, ah, I got to be up in like five hours. You know? Yeah, but there's something. But, I mean, it, there, the exhilaration of like plugging in and going, all right, I am completely vulnerable, but I'm going to freaking rock hard right here. Like, that's let great. Loose. That's like, awesome. I like that. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it was, it felt really good. Like, even I was borrowing Fisher's bass. Like, you, you pointed out, I don't yeah. have any, I don't have any gear. And they're like, hey, can you play this gig? And I'm like, yeah, it's backline. So I'm like, okay, borrowed Fisher's, you know, cheapo, uh, that square. Did it make you and sad I actually that you had to sp- sell all your gear? Like, recently? Well, you know, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, but you, uh, did you get rid of like gear that you're like, gosh, why did I get rid of that? A little. Or were you like, you know what? It was old gear. I can I can upgrade now that now that I have a master's. <laughs> <laughs> I let me say this. I didn't dislike the uh, you're a master baser now. The P bass, nor that uh, Mesa boogie walkabout. That amp, I really dug that amp. It was underpowered, though. Like, the, the tone of it, I loved. You know, I was like, this is amazing. But it, it was only 300 watts. It never really could... It couldn't carry, like, a medium gig. So I was kind of... While I loved the tone, I was like, I need something... Uh, right. Something a little bigger. Mucho macho. Si. Machu Picchu. See. Si. Yeah. Okay, All right. I get so, you. Why... Do you have a headache? Why are you rubbing your head? Are you rubbing your head at me? <laughs> you guys are weird. He's like... <laughs> that was kind of like the... Picard, Captain Jean- Picard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, well, you do look like Captain Picard a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, thanks, it's okay. Man. I mean, that's right. That's a compliment, right? Is it? No. 
I mean, not not for a twenty two year old, but anyways. All right, go ahead. What what's, what what's going on here? Uh, not a whole lot. Feed the machine, baby. <laughs> you bastard. You do this to me every time. I love the awkward silence and then the facial expressions that Todd makes. Um, no, I mean, honestly, uh, just about to post a new song as being done, recorded, and mastered and all that fun stuff. Ah, uh, so uh, you had a preview. Lying. You had a preview of it. Yeah. But um, I, had to, I had to do some tweaking before I called it a real... A real thing, so yeah, it was solid. Um, Dude, what kind of what was it? Like what style was it? It's, uh, reggae. That's cool. Then mm. ska punk. Yeah, it, it's it, it kind of goes in between both. Okay. But but it's not more, so it was much in def- It's definitely more reggae. There's, no, than there's ska. no reggae in that. What are you talking about? What is wrong with you? The one that you just sent me. Yes, it's not a shred of re- raga. No man, it was like it was like skate punk ska. No, it wasn't. Yeah, I, I'll be the judge of this. Yeah, send it to me. I'll make the decision. We need to we need to like a call a proper reggae star. Hey man, is this reggae? Well, you know it's funny because um, it's a song that I had written back in two thousand and seven, and it's another one that I've dusted off. And I just wanted to put a new coat of paint on it, so I, you know, completely redid it. And the first version was not. What does that mean? What I was, <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, put a new coat. Wait, what? So it's like I originally did it in GarageBand. I mm-hmm. didn't spend a whole lot of time in producing it this time around. You know, it's like uh, I retracked everything. Um, and then really spent time on the mix and the master and, and things like that. And, you know, what happens is it's it's a new year. So it's like certain things sort of evolved. So it's not like rewriting the song, but certain tweaks happen here or there to make it kind of a little bit of a newer thing. So the first time around, was not, it was intended to be more reggae, but it was not even close to reggae. Unlike the new version, you liar. Todd, I'm looking at Todd. What's it called? What's the name of it? Velvet over the fist. <laughs> what? What? I'm trying. I'm, a, you know, it's a visual. It's so spinal tappy. Like smell the glove. Smell the glove. Yeah. yeah. But it. It's just <laughs> so anyway. Aside from aside from so, what you call no, it, this as, time now the, the, it the sounds new, great. The Truly, new, it is a good. It's a very good song. The new coat of paint is that it's a lot more reggae, and it is. <laughs> All right, and so I'll hear like, it. I, I will definitely share it with you. Um, what about okay? So if anybody actually wants to hear this, yeah, why will don't you we play it yeah. somewhere, and we'll get a. Dis- you guys tell us if it's. If maybe it's we can outro reggae. with it, like just a little. Tail end outro. I'm I'm not gonna put you on the spot with that, but um, actually, I think if, I'm able if I play it. No, not playing it now. I think it, don't. Yeah. No. No. No, no self promotion in the middle. It's done. Gangsta. I just I gave I gave a five second clip right there. Oh, you bastard. All right. So you guys let us know. Reggae or something else? Yeah, or if you want to hear the int- you want the link to the sound. I'll, I'll put it. I'll put it on our Facebook. Okay, there you go. All right, 
All right, so what's new with you? Oh, man. Um, last night, I... Uh, so in preparation for an upcoming interview, which I'm super, super excited about, um, I was testing um, a 61 reissue Les Paul Tribute uh, Gibson SG up against an Epiphone TV Silver six uh, special edition, um, and uh, it was really interesting to hear the differences between the two. I mean, if you put them, I've got some pictures, and they'll they'll be posted once we do the episode. But you know, the the little differences started to add up quite a bit, and I'm not saying better or worse, just literally just different. Um, the the reissue tribute that I had had a uh, a push pull vibrola or trim on it. Um, not a vibrola, a vibrato. Uh, had a push pull. Great trim. A trim, yeah. I mean, they're interchangeable. So, uh, um, are they? Yeah. Uh, and it it had not non-factory pickups in it and that's what i was testing um the epiphone sg had uh had factory pickups but also had push-pull pots um so you could drop them into you know like a single pickup configuration um and anyways it was uh it was really interesting and so i got to sg rock out all night which is a different kind of rocking out like you at least me personally i feel like you can't really sling an sg super low it just there's something not right about it i'm not saying people don't do it or really? shouldn't just me personally I think that's like the, the yeah. l- slung low <laughs> are you guys insane no no dude it's like about angus young he but, plays it way up well, here, but because he's like really short. No, not because he's really short. If it was any lower, it would. No, you, you sling a Les Paul low. I, no, you I guys are nuts. Bass players, shut it. I don't know. The rest of you guys out there can confirm this. I hope they eat you alive. No way. No way. <laughs> I, you, show me one person. I honestly, I'm looking. if you can find, I want to see a picture of an actual somebody. Kim Thale. No, man, he doesn't sling it way low. But he, sl- he does. I, I know he doesn't. I freaking, that guy taught me how to play. He doesn't know it. And those are but guilds, he taught me I how think. to play. And he does play a guild, by the way. SG oh, body God. style. But, yeah, he plays it. He doesn't, he plays it like at normal, normal position. He doesn't, he's not way up high, but he's not way low either. Um, All right, Billy Gibbons playing one sling low. Boom. Okay, Billy Gibbons. I <laughs> he guess can so. do whatever he wants, I guess. Yeah. He, yeah. Anyways, people know what I mean. It's it's the, it has to do a lot to do with the balance of the guitar too, because Frank a lot Zappa of cases is playing it high. Yeah, a lot of cases the neck is a lot heavier than the body. Now, if you get an older one with a thinner neck, the balance on those is absolutely perfect. So I played a sixty-two SG that is not a reissue like it's a proper 62 and i i put that on and it was i mean 
it was absolutely balanced perfectly. The right angle on the neck, the, the headstock wasn't forcing forcing it to the ground. Okay. Um, now my Epiphone SG has a boat oar for a neck, so. If I let go of that thing, I got to <laughs> make sure it doesn't hit the ground, which is one of the reasons that, like, if you sling it low, you're going to break the headstock. Yeah. You know? So, anyways, SGs are kind of interesting that way. And I'm, I personally don't like playing guitars, like, way up high. I just, that's, it's just not as comfortable for me. Um, that I'm also not, not a shredder kind of guy. So, um, it was it was just interesting. It was different. It's not how I normally play guitar, so I was doing that with two guitars, and uh, the difference between the widths and the width widths of the neck was really interesting to go back and forth. And I recorded them and their output and all that stuff. So we'll width talk about depth. that in an upcoming what width or depth width or depth what fret you just said width of the fretboards. I'm boards. sorry, depth. Okay, yeah, um, the. The one that I have right now is like a proper C. It's like a giant. It's a capital C. <laughs> That's the uh, that is the uh, SG um, anniversary. I think it's anniversary special edition anniversary. Veruca um, Salt plays it slow. Low. Of course they do. I didn't say <laughs> nobody. By the I way, I said. <laughs> I was for the most part I was joking. Uh, anyways, so that's what I was doing, and that was tons of fun. Um, and it is all set up for an upcoming episode, which we are super excited about. I don't know. I have a yeah. picture here of Kim Thale. That's that's let me see. Pretty low. I'm telling you, dude. He d- no, no, no. I'm talking low. Like, like no, that's not super low. He's playing it. He's playing it at play- waist waist height. It's below waist. No. That's difficult. You're insane. All right. He doesn't play it way <laughs> up high. <laughs> he doesn't he stop. He doesn't God. play it way up high, but it's not. I mean, when we're talking about slung low, I'm talking about like below the waistline where like the, the, the body of the guitar is like on pretty much knee. starting on your, uh, at least on your thigh. Quad. On your quadricept. Yes. <laughs> Sep. Yeah. Quadricept. Like my right the, the first, first Les Paul I had, Let's look it up. I had to actually tie a shoestring to the end of my strap because yeah, it wouldn't go low enough. enough. Yeah. No, you were right. It's the second time. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, All right. Jeff. Jeff, what do you got this week? Oh, oh wait a minute. Yeah. Womp. Guess you're not here, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is this is the when I wish we could like reach out to somebody and say, "Hey, somebody who's out there listening live or whatever." What did you? What's what's up with your? This world is a today? podcast, not radio. Well, I know, and and nice I know that there is a handful of podcasts that are doing like the the, the live, either Facebook Live. Oh yeah. Or um, I know that the uh, Guitar Nerds is doing Ampli and. I'm kind of tracking how that's hmm. going. I interesting. I'm not. I don't know that that's right for us, but I, I'm curious to see. I hope they have success. Um, it's a great podcast. If you are uh, interested in listening to other ones, yeah, it'd be bad for us because all the times you look at me like, <laughs> stop recording. <laughs> I don't do that because you don't edit it. Well, we we don't do any edits for that. Yeah. I mean, this is pretty like 
What rolls? Rolls. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyhow. So we could do it. Let's do it. I don't know. They're having a lot we could, of we could uh, do technical an experiment. issues. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about stuff. this. There's, there's technical issues, and there's also, like, I don't know. Anyways, I think, personally, uh, they do get both a podcast and a live version out of that one, which is which is cool. Um, it's not hurting their content. They got, they've got a really great show. Um, anyways, uh, let's move on to our main topic. And then we have a very exciting, very... Uh, titillating. You used that word last time. I didn't use titillating. Yes, you did. No. No, actually, I, I heard that in a meeting. Mm. Yeah. It's uh, another meeting. I, I minds. hang my titillation slung low. <clears throat> Something. Um, yeah, we got a really fun top four. We had fun choosing how we're going to do it. But anyways, okay, so what we want to discuss right now is just, you know, I think part of being a guitar player um, or enthusiast or whatever you want to call yourself, um, musician, etc., is that if you're standing still, you're kind of not growing. The pursuit of, of gear and knowledge is something that is inherent, I think, to most people, regardless of whatever hobby you have um, or passion or whatever. Um, there's the more you know the more uh your world is expanded to things that will influence that new knowledge right um the more you learn about sound the more you want to go like oh maybe i should expand my pickup range uh the more you learn about you know specific kinds of woods or necks you know like oh i've been playing this one neck this whole time there's different kinds of necks oh my gosh uh so i think Doing that and then also, you know, honing your actual craft as a player, um, y- you, that's, that's just in part of playing guitar. You're, it, it's, unless you're not playing at all, you're probably moving forward in some way and you're probably encountering points in which you're like, Hey, I've kind of plateaued in certain ways. So how do I how do I grow? How do I expand my musical repertoire? Um, or you just pull a Jeff Fisher and give up? <laughs> Not oh, sure. If only he was here to to defend himself. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to eat him alive on this episode because yeah. he's not here. So with that, um, I posed the question to the other knobs: um, What what three things uh, do you hope to? Um, either learn or you know acquire or advance yourself in your playing over the next several months playing yeah play not uh, playing an, like p-l-a-i-n or p-l-a-n-e playing great playing yeah like playing your yeah so playing your way with that i'm looking at aaron no, you're not. You're looking at Jay. Oh, that was a trick. <laughs> Jay. Uh-huh. Jay. Oh, I have to Jay. go? Oh. Yeah, Do it. Yeah. Jay. So, so let me say this. We, when this question was originally posed, it yeah. was, what do you want to accomplish or acquire? Yeah. That's yeah. what I just said. It could be a skill you acquire, sure. but it could be gear you acquire. That, yes. To, That's why so, the whole playing thing threw me off. That's why. Yeah. Why would that throw you off? Because... That would be accomplishing something in some way. It's open-ended. 
Okay. So, so anyway, I looked at this from like, well, per what we were talking about a little bit earlier, I don't have any gear. And so I do, I do need to acquire some things. You still have your, your, the upright crappy base, your crappy upright base. And Jeff's crappy electric that I, maybe I won't give it back to him. <laughs> maybe I'll just like, Hey, you can it. borrow stinky anytime you want. As soon as, no, as, soon as the person give, who claims he hates it gives it back to me. I'd rather give up music than play <laughs> Your stinky bass. <laughs> that is a great bass. <laughs> all right, whatever. All right, anyway. Whatever. So I need some gear, and w- one of the things that I need to do is I need to do a lot of research, right? On uh, Because my goal this time is a little different. I want to get the, the most portable yet best rig. And what I'm saying is, like, what I mean by that is I don't want – sure, I could just go the, the total portable route and get, like – I don't know what are those like Mark base. They're like yeah. five hundred watts, but they don't. That's not what I want. I yeah, want to like Jeff's. Jeff's amp is even smaller than that. It's pr- that's like the size of a flipping Ethernet hub. His is pretty. It's pretty small. It's pretty. It's that's kind of where I'm headed. Like massive I don't think, output. I don't think that his his head. I bought, I also borrowed. I like basically borrowed everything from Jeff to play right. his gig and rehearse and practice for it. That's not the head that I want. Um, so I need to find. I want to find the smallest, easiest to carry that still has the widest range. And so I need to do a lot of homework on that mm-hmm. because there's a lot of decisions. And when you're dumping some cash into that, yeah. Hey, by the way, as he's talking about this, if anybody has any suggestions that they like yeah. to throw up on the Facebook group, please do so, or in Twitter or wherever else. Because I've been kind of looking at this Mesa Boogie Subway. You know, it's this subway d800 is that because you like mesa boogie i love mesa yeah. boogie yeah and it's pretty small and it's it's like one of their their um you know simul state or whatever they call it you know the it's solid state with tube preamps stuff like that so that's one thing i'm kind of looking What's at it but called uh subway d800 the subway d800 yeah by mesa boogie. it looks just like my old uh walkabout when it's Comes out of the walkabout. What a terrible word. Water. Subway mm-hmm. D eight hundred. D eight hundred. Yeah. Okay. That thing's pretty small. Yeah. But maybe it's not. You know, I don't. I need to. I need to go play one. They're kind of hard to find. That you know, there's not. I a like dealer how, around how here. minimal and cool it is. Yeah. I like that. That's so. That's where I'm kind of leaning, but that might not be it. So I need to do some more research. So that's one thing I need to do. Um. Another thing I need, I started thinking about this after our last um, podcast, is I do need an overdrive pedal. I'm going to recant a little bit. Remember okay. how I said last week, I'm like, you don't need any effects. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I knew that was horse crap. Because, no, 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 typically I don't. But the one effect that sometimes I will use is an overdrive. Like I said, I used to use that. With, well, the soft tech was kind of a, you know, a fuzz, but I need something to push it for at times and so I'll recant just slightly and say okay. if I were going to have one I need an overdrive pedal alright and then the third thing I was thinking about yes I used to have this thing called a hip shot bass oh, extender oh yeah yep I don't, have you ever seen this before enlighten me it, it's a machine head that lets you have two tunings for oh yeah yeah yeah. String. yeah you can you yeah. get multiples of yep. them and I've seen some crazy <clears throat> basses that where you can switch them around Oh, that's kind of like uh, the uh, drop D. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, like the Van right. Halen uh, little gizmo down there at the. Uh, Not yeah. there. Uh, yeah, right down there. So, a long, 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 long time ago, 
I had that and used it to tune to D or tune sometimes tune to B. When I, I had that, uh, I had a four string. Later, I went and got a five string, but now I don't ever want to. And the five string, when it got stolen, I was like, I'm never going to have a five string again. It was kind of the Ooh. thing to have. You have smaller hands like Donald Trump. Is that? <laughs> My hands are huge. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, Is that problematic? No, no, I, no. I mean, I, this is a legit question. I'm not, I'm not, well, I'm kind of poking fun, but I'm not mostly. I, I <laughs> No, you are definitely poking fun. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. I do, that's but part I do want to know, like, is a five string just like that much harder to play for someone who maybe doesn't have like Stanley With Clark stunted fingers? Finger, fingers? No. Um, I don't know. It was never a playing thing. I just, I don't know. I just don't want one anymore. Why? Because I feel I like. I demand answers. I don't want to offend anyone, but I feel like I'm like. Ooh, I don't. I'm offended. I don't think they're cool. That's anymore. pretty subjective, all-encompassing, That's, generally offensive statement. <laughs> I just like, in don't, your effort to not offend anyone, you picked the single <laughs> avenue that could do that I, with the most ease. I'm saying for me, I just don't. I went through a phase where I was like, yeah, when I was like... It's not cool for you. It's not cool for me, is what I was saying. Like, I don't... And... and oh, yeah, nice. I used to use it to <clears> cheat <throat> a lot, too. You can do scale... You know, you can do scales a lot differently with, you know, on different places on the fretboard. And I just, like, I don't know. I just don't... I don't want one anymore. Okay. But sometimes I, I need that... I did do do some, some old do. songs where I needed another tuning. <laughs> and right so... With you. What I did for this last gig, I had to play a bunch of songs that I used to play on a five string. I had to have just have two basses, and I tuned one four string to like I borrowed somebody else's crappy bass. It was like a B A or B E A D. Is that what you did? Yeah. So I tuned one to B E A D, and then the other one was normal tuning. But if I got this little hip shot, what I used to do was to to play some of those songs. I just flipped down to B, and then I had a couple of. So that's awesome. That's three things that you mentioned, all of which you can't play without a bass guitar. Which you don't have, right? So I guess <clears throat> that, was, that maybe it. should that be on there too. <laughs> yeah, I do need a new bass, or I'm keeping Jeff's forever. Remember? Like, oh, okay, yeah. let's say you're not keeping Jeff's forever, and for whatever reason you don't want them. Well, I need stinky. two basses, and I already told you about that a long time ago. Yeah, why don't yeah. you re up and tell us what are you, are you thinking? Yeah, are you, have you changed your mind based no. on playing other people's basses? Maybe. Okay. The, the jazz. So I used to have a Mexican jazz bass, um, and it was my like backup. I liked the P better for some reason. But after playing Jeff's, and even though his is a squire and a terrible, dude, that thing is really well made. In in those, they get a better rep these days. Yeah, the neck. I liked the neck a lot. Yeah. I was. It was like easy. It was easier to play. It was easy to play fast. Yeah. And uh, so the Mustang, I'm not sure it would be Have you the, Have everything. you played a Mustang? Just out of curiosity. Because I, I'm guilty of saying, I want that thing, <laughs> and having never played it at all. And then I get it, and I'm like, that was a stupid thing I wanted. Once. Once? It's been a long time. I should probably do some more. It doesn't have this, like, the stripes on it, does it? No, no. That's, okay, not, the, that's not the one I would. All right. But I don't, I don't think it could be the only base I have. I, I, you know, you can never only have just one. No, there can be, there cannot be only one. Okay. <laughs> All right. So those are the three things, Ooh. four things. I got, I got an extra one. Yeah. What color? <laughs> what color? Uh, 
That was a Sith. What color is uh, Mustang are you looking at? Sort of approach to life. Well, we had this argument when I called it un- the wrong color. <laughs> so I don't want to answer that. I'm afraid you'll make fun of me again. <laughs> Was it periwinkle or something? No. no. I- I'd said red. Yeah. I'd said the candy, candy apple. apple red. Yeah. Okay. And I remember that discussion. Why, that, why would I have? I don't think I did. I think you're making it's that racing up. Red. I, you said, I don't know. You You just didn't get it, Todd. I'm, I'm pretty sure Don't make did. fun of no, um, the red one. Um, <laughs> I want a red base, man. Um, if I got a, uh, if I got Fisher's a sunburst, and I'm, I'm not really digging sunburst. His his uh, jazz bass knockoff. Um, but uh, I'd get a black one. So looks like they come in two pickup configs. I'm seeing one with uh, sort of like the, the, the P style. The yeah, little, those little are, tiny guys, but then there's other cool. couple with like with uh, like wi- uh, wide range pickup, like a uh, a single wide range pickup. That might just be a case over it. I don't know. I can't cheese. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Yeah, that's that's one of them. That's kind of cool. All right, I get you. It, that does have the stripes, so but as long as it, yeah. Yeah. I really like that, except for the stripes. Yeah. Um, well, Jay, thank you so much for sharing all your thank hopes you. and dreams thank of this. You. Aaron, what's going on, man? Well, see, I was all up in arms about playing because a lot of my goals have not much to do with playing. That's... We can fix that. But modding is, is something I, okay. I really want to start right. doing more of. Right. So the first, that. The first thing you is... Like skank or... What? No. No, not that kind of modding. I'm not... I don't want to be a mod. Modeling? Wait, what? You're going to be a model? No. Absolutely not. Um, <clears throat> first thing I, wanted, I I need to learn how to do is solder. Yes, yes. So, I, I think there's something coming it's a up. Good thing there's something coming up. For yeah, that, that is, is going to it, be. That's, I'm so excited about that. Oh my gosh, I can't even stand it. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Um, it will be. Okay, cool. So you want to so, dig into electronics? That kind of we were talking about this at lunch. At lunch yeah. Which, hey, surprise! That's why we're doing this. Um, I was mentioning that. Oh, this the sound. Um, in between the two, between the two uh, guitars that I was testing, I wondered if it had anything to do with maybe some of the uh, the actual um, electronics and not just the pickups. Um, yeah. And then he was like, "Well, that just went over my head, Bob." So, anyways, carry on. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's like you know, even even look starting to look into. Um, different pickups for my guitars because i mean it's like the guitars that i have they're not like awesome guitars um what do you mean awesome guitars by the world standards or you yes. don't think they're it, awesome and you don't care about them well so for example i love them i mean they're okay. dear to me but it's like you know i have an epiphone flying v that i, I love <laughs> awesome um two-tone of course um black and white yeah naturally um yes. you know but it's like for, I, for the reggae <laughs> for the rock for the for the chicks anyways 
Um, you know, so it's not like that those come with great pickups. My, I mean, my Gibson, my Les Paul Jr., I, I wouldn't mod that thing because I'm P90. You don't need anything else. Right. Uh, I also have a Mexican Strat that... Um, well, you wouldn't be able to put anything in that anyways without yeah. rerouting it. Right. But even then, I mean, it's that's like... A do- that's a dog ear pickup, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. See, that's that's the sort of stuff I need to. So you got to the be, stuff. You just got to get the technicals though. about it. Yes. So yeah, there's some reading that needs to happen there. The next thing is I've talked about this before in previous episodes. Yeah, that is but, a dog game, by the way. Okay, I'm, I'm glad. Glad we found that out. Um, wait a minute. What were you looking at? No, no, no. Hang on. I'm pulling yours up. So, yeah, see how it's got the little, little tabs on the side? No, that's not the one that I have. I don't mind yeah. like that. Yeah, it is. I worked on it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, continue. Uh, I've lost my train of thought now. <laughs> uh, so the next thing is actually, I, I've mentioned it before. What would you do to your flying V? I'm just curious. Because, like, I mean, that's... Wait, what unless you're, what? Uh, I bought that thing in... 2007. So the pickups are probably on the slightly hotter side. Yeah, they are. Okay. But, I mean, funny. Hotter, but still, the overall sound is much smoother than my uh, Les Paul Jr. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, mean, it's so... Double humbuckers. Yeah. So, um, can I get on to my second thing now? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> For God's sakes, yes, please. Um, it's actually uh, also building or using the hands related <clears throat> is uh, I'm going to start building some sound boxes to dampen the sound in my basement. Right. Mention that. So, yeah. That's, that's what cool. your biscuit joiner is for. That's, I have the biscuit joiner. I have the router. I have everything that I need, mm-hmm. except for the supplies now at this point. So, uh, Jeff and I have talked about, you know, how he's, uh, how he designed his. Yeah. So, he sketched it out for me, but it's like, I might do something a little bit different just to be a little bit different. But, um, I'm definitely, I want to do that by the end of the year. Okay. The last thing is, I'm also, I have also mentioned this in previous episodes. I am finally going to break down and buy a, some. Am I the only person that when when I hear the word, I hear certain words. When you hear, (laughs) like the word breakdown. Right. All I hear is, all I can hear is Tom Petty in my head. Uh, I was going communication breakdown. Oh, that's uh, okay. a great one. Yeah. Anyways, I have, I have an absolute. It could be. It's I, you know. I think it's a blessing. Sometimes it's a curse. There are certain keywords that, like, if I trigger, boom, song, boom, song, boom. Anyways, there's nothing. I'm wrong sure with other that. people have that out there, but yeah. But it, it was. It's also curious. I wish we could actually see <clears> the <throat> thought bubbles ahead, above us. So if you said breakdown and mine said mine was like. Tom Petty. Tom Petty. You could just watch the like, TV in your mind as yeah. someone's talking to you. I, it, would oh, it would be horrifying. It would be horrifying. It would be an abomination. It it really is like, and it never stops. It right. never stops in my head. Please go on. Break I'm down. going to actually buy um, 
some kind of guitar rig plug-in for my recordings. Okay. I'm going to do it. I've talked about it and danced around it long enough. And A guitar rig. So, I mean, it could be Amplitube. Uh, uh, Jeff, I forget, what's he talk about? He's got S-Gear. Scuffling. Okay. So, some, so some yeah, software. I mean, it's like, yeah, I'm going to uh, invest in some more options. So, you get, like, options really and, good guitar modeling sounds or something? Yeah, like yeah. I, I, I feel a little limited with what comes out of the box with Logic okay. and GarageBand, so... Um. Yeah. Well, right on, man. It's, Those are solid. Terribly yeah. exciting stuff. How about you, you? Todd? <laughs> Who, me? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> moi. <laughs> didn't didn't um, see you sitting there. Yeah. Um. So, I have mentioned before. I am. I would say I'm a hack. Uh, I've been playing an awful long time, but I. It learned totally by ear. Um, <clears throat> I play by ear. I write by ear. Um, there, you know, obviously with two tribute bands and an original, there's uh, the tributes. I you you have to look at stuff, but um, meaning like what tabs? Yeah, tabs okay. and, and music, and um, you know, I don't have the time and energy to say I'm going to learn like full on like start from the ground up and learn proper theory or anything like that i may but i'm kind of backing into saying all right i need to i need to get way better at um scales not be not to be a shredder but just to to be able to put things together better um i I want to get that get much better dexterity. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Most of the kind of music that I've played has has lent itself to not needing said dexterity, just more strength. Um, and that's something that I really want to, you know, I'm putting that on myself. So when I was yeah. mentioning that music post the other day, yeah. like there, there's there's a reason for that. Like yeah. I, I'm, I'm. Whenever I'm playing now, I kind of divide my time to like I'm going to spend about half the time learning something new, mm-hmm. or doing an exercise, mm-hmm. and then the other half just playing. Yeah, right. Just going for it. So that's my number one thing. Um, Is scales? Yeah. Well, how would we? How would we? Cl- it's not just scales. I mean, it's like learning new chords. Um, Learning how to do better connections, um, and so it's that just that the some of the math I guess behind playing. Um, I've done an awful lot with not having to do that, and mm-hmm. I, the the kind of music that I feel like I'm starting to write a little bit more now or get into is requiring more of me to do that. Yeah, so. I have. So, is it from? I've got a, the gear I need. I've got the space I need. There's no reason for me not to do that. Is it technique or is it the creation process? No, it's technique. The, cre- the creation process, like I, I'm not really struggling with that. It's, it's kind of like, it's. It, I think it's very much like if you have a great story in your head, but don't know enough of the English language, so 
you're you're misusing or you're misusing words or you're being too verbose or you're not having enough words in there you know the difference between when you hear when you're reading a story and you're like i know this is a good story but it's not very it's not very well put together versus somebody who is very good at writing and has the story in there i i feel like i'm holding myself back by not expanding on that knowledge you've gone as far as you, you feel like you've gone yeah. as far as you can go plateau yeah i feel like I'm, I'm you know that, that little bit of plateau there and and i had um uh, see my next door neighbor uh her her dad is a very accomplished jazz guitar player crazy nice guy and he came over one day um and he's like hey let's go let's see your guitars let's go play guitars and uh, um and he grabbed my i've got a um a Gadan uh arch top that i use for the johnny cash tribute stuff black one right yeah black yeah. one's freaking beautiful i love that thing um and and he picked it up and i just i was so in awe of his ability to put things together that just sounded new to me and i mean i listen to a lot of different kinds of music so hearing new things is kind of i don't hear a lot of yeah. new things yeah. and i was hearing all kinds of new things and like and that's you, kind of like when i touched on that george harrison part like uh you know when we were asked about the like hearing tom petty saying he knows all the scale all all the chords well that's one thing but being able to put them together is where Petty was 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 kind of talking about like he knows them all so he can fluently and, and with ease create interesting ways of of stringing them together. So it is part of the creation process. I mean, I guess so, but it's not it's not directly. Creation process has helped as a result of your expanded knowledge of either technique, well, yeah. right? Um it's kind of like anything you do. If you if uh if you are a designer, you have to learn software. Um, if you're focused on learning the software, your design isn't going to be very good. Mm -hmm. It's not until you have that sort of subconscious level of like, your part of your brain is like, got I got an autopilot. I know exactly everything I'm doing. So the other part of your brain can focus on yeah. what does this gonna, what is it going to be? Yeah. And right now, I'm a little off balance with that, okay. and I want to up. I want to up that, dude. Yeah, yeah. I said dig. Oh, yeah. I thought you said dude. Yeah, just oh, I agree. Random dude. I thought he said like, dig. Yeah, that's what I said. What? Anyways, <laughs> uh, so that was. I mean, that's a that's a long winded number one. Yeah, that's right. all right. I I was probing you on that one yeah. a little bit. Um, and then yeah, <laughs> spaceship alien type probe. Oh, so got all dirty in here real quick. Um. The other thing is that I'm uh, hoping to build a uh, new cabinet rig that we've we've kind of mentioned mm. before. We're all building stuff. That's We're great. all building stuff, but I want to make it um, interchangeable. So it'll be a it'll be a oh. two by twelve, uh, a full range speaker on one side, and a standard like you know selection like greenback or something on on the other side being able to talk like switch back and forth depending on what gig i need so i don't need to have two different cabinets but we'll see if that if that I works see. out got it i see um so yeah it's still one yeah because i need i will i think i want the full range for um 
for use with the arch top, which is for the cache stuff and, and, mm -hmm. and anything else that I, I play along those lines. I just, I feel, um, a regular kind of, you know, Celestian type speaker mm -hmm. is a little, is a little flat. It doesn't have sort of that extra depth to it that a full range might provide. Yeah. We're going to test it out. It's not in stone. Let's see what happens. The other thing um, that I want to do is um, get way the heck more pedals. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to just acquire them. I'm on a, I want to, uh, I've got three that I really want to build. Um, so that is something on the agenda. And fortunately enough, we have something coming that will help us along with that. Um, Lots of foreshadowing. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm stocked up on guitars right now, so I kind of I feel like I got to work on the rest of the other stuff. So, but there's always room for more guitars. Always, always. So if I see if I see one that I got to got to have, then it's time. Um, anyways, <laughs> let's move on to our top four. What? Oh wait, Jeff, what did you? Oh, psych. <laughs> um. This one's a little bit of a different top four. Right? It is yeah, kind of a top four. Interesting to me, though. I mean, this is more of a collaborative top four. Right? No, no. We, we each, each get to pick. Oh. But we collaborated in the design of it. Yes. Yeah. Instead of just Todd doing everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still wrote them all down. <laughs> well, I'm glad you did, because I would have... Okay, so what, what our top four is this week is... Um, it's kind of the... It's a little out there. It is, but, but it's fun. I, mean, I think yeah. this, this lends itself to a lot of other things. It's A lot of times we talk about, oh, what's the thing we really want or got to have? And those are all based on things, criteria that, that we say that is valuable to us in some way. Anytime you go to a guitar shop, um, especially, I think, a used, you know, for in the used guitar area, there's always... Or, or, or Craigslist too. Like, there's always like this thing you you see, and you're like, I mean, maybe, <laughs> but but all of the, the all of the things in your head it. are going like, no, dude, no, 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 right? But they're legit. They are out there. They've been around. They are quality. Um, but for some reason, they're just a bit polarizing. So. In the uh, in the spirit of a of a popular game that you might play if uh, if you're slightly inebriated in um, California with coworkers, which, yeah, which we shouldn't say the title of, but we can say two of the words: um, kill, kill or marry, and <laughs> insert your other one. Um, we decided, like, well, what if we kind of did that one? <laughs> took yeah, a insert, insert your other one. Yeah, oh, that's, okay. That's, wow. That, that kind of does it. Wow. That trying it. to stay on iTunes. You didn't even yeah, mean to do that. Um, so we picked four uh, bases because I'm outnumbered today. Um, and so we picked four bases. Um, and don't worry, anybody who's a guitar player, you don't have to turn off right now because you know what these are. You've seen them. We are we are all very familiar. These four bases are, as I said, they've been around for a long time. They are um, very well made, and they are you know usually relatively pricey, um, but nonetheless polarizing. 
So our mission was to pick, if we had to have one. Define the- polarizing for all the drummers out there in the audience. Hey, yo. Oh. Just kidding. I love drummers. Yeah, the drummers haven't found us yet. No. Um, they can't find people. um so yeah polarizing just or anybody doesn't know what polarizing means just basically means it is something that think of any topic where people take two radically opposite stances on something you love it or you you hate it right um so the four that we chose uh and coming up with this list was a heck of a lot of fun it was fun to say um, the four we chose in no particular order. Are we, we're going to say what they are before we even pick them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, hey. Yeah. All right. Yeah, dude. God. <laughs> um, we are going to choose the Dan Electro Longhorn, the Steinberg... You've said enough. No we all, neck. We all, yeah, no, no, no head. No, no head. <laughs> I thought we had the name of that one. But you know what we're talking about. Uh, the all black, no headstock bass. Um, uh, tiny body. Minister of Information is going to get us I'll that us exact spec right now. We'll come back. Um, we'll come back to that. Um, the Hoffner Viola mm-hmm. style bass. And this one was way out there, but... It's definitely legit. The BC Rich Bitch 8-string. Bass. Bass. Yeah. These are all basses. Okay. Once again. It's Steinberger, by the yeah. way. Yeah. What did I say? I, I thought you Steinberg. said Steinberger. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. So the Dan Electro Longhorn, the Steinberger L-Series. L-Series. I think it's the L-Series. He <laughs> thinks it's the L-Series. Yeah. Uh, The Hoffner Viola and the BC Rich Bitch 8-string bass. Now, just for those who are driving and can't access the internet right here, to give a little bit of um, color around this, the Dan Electro Longhorn, uh, it has um, very long, extended, and curved uh, horns that are symmetrical um, on a very round style body with a very slim neck and a very slim headstock. Um, and usually accompanied by two lipstick pickups, I believe. Yeah, one or two. One or two. Um, often having a, uh, a colored burst. So not a typical tobacco burst or sunburst, yeah. but like blue Green on, to, on yeah, pearl like or something like that. Um, and then the Steinberger bass um, is uh, black, small, solid body. Uh, the and the black the, the uh, um, what am I trying to say? Tuning pegs. The, tun- the tuning, yeah, the tuning pegs are in the rear. Yeah, um, or and, bottom. And they extend they extend beyond the actual body. Um, and. It is what a very I, slim style. What am I bass. doing? Right, changing the Steinberg. Er, er. And then uh, the Hoffner viola, you know, famously played by uh, the Sir Sir Governor McCarthy. McCarthy. <laughs> McCarthy. McCarthy. Mcarthy. <laughs> um, what? You got to go on. I got to go on. Keep going. I will go on. <laughs> I must go on. My heart. You knew will it go wasn't McCarthy. Yeah, so I knew I was, it was. I was like, I know you know that. Yeah. <laughs> I know that you know 
that you know to be I clear. Know you know. <laughs> okay. I just want to make sure. Yeah. To be to be clear, uh, the Hoffner viola, played by is it viola or violin? sir? Is it the viola or the viola? Viola. Viola. I'd say viola. Uh, sir Paul. McCarthy. McCarthy. <laughs> McCartney. <laughs> my my mouth was not working. Give me a break. Um, violin bass. Violin bass. We all know what we're talking about here. Really? Yeah, that's what it says at Hoffner.com. Oh, well. Right, the violin bass. 500 slash one violin bass. Okay. okay. Moving forward. The BC Rich Bitch 8-string is an asymmetrical um, body neck through um, with tuning pegs on the cutaway of the lower portion of the body as well as up at the neck and has or the headstock so there's total, four there's four yeah tuners four tuners on the headstock, headstock four tuners back at the cutaway of the of the lower part portion of the body uh, there are a total of five actual knobs one selector switch and six toggles on the BC Rich <laughs> Bitch H uh, BC Rich Bitch 8 see my I can't talk right now I'm tired anyways so when we looked at the, this lineup, we're like, "Wow, I, we would probably all pass on every single one of these if we had to." But if we had to choose one base to yeah. rule them all for each of us from what this list, would it be? And which one would we walk away with? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought yeah. that was pretty clear. But uh, I digress, Aaron. Stop looking at Jay and saying Aaron. Is it confusing you? No. Okay, Aaron, do it. Uh, Give us your pick. I don't know. Okay, let's narrow it down. <clears throat> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to do the BC Rich bitch. Ah. Interesting. Why? Because I like the party. Because <laughs> <laughs> you like chicks and... Yeah, I mean, that thing is decked out like gold <clears throat> hardware, exotic wood, you know, fancy inlay. It just looks like it. It would still be somewhat fun to play. Wow, Where I, the I, other ones, like no eight string. I, I'm confused on how an eight string bass would work. They ring, man. I get, I get how like a twelve. You know, obviously a twelve string guitar. I have a concept of how that works and I'm saying not how you play it but I mean the physics of it but a bass it has more movement in the vibration of the strings I would assume mm -hmm. so I'm trying to figure out how you would have them close enough to make them work in unison but not slap against each other well I magic <laughs> it's wizardry <clears throat> uh, yeah I mean I'm sure it's a little bit technique adjustment i mean you're not so much fingertip maybe a little more finger pad yeah, at that just point a tip. it's just hey all uh, <laughs> um so cheap trick is this something that you would thing. be playing is this but, something what cheap, cheap trick yeah they played it yeah i didn't know that yeah interesting um is it something where you could choose to have it single string or would everything exactly. you exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. You're just saying exactly. No, I mean, that's, that's one of the things I would probably do. So it's like if I, you know, was told, oh, man, I'm going to ship you off, you're going to be shipped off to a desert island for the rest of your life, and you get to take this instrument with you. Yep. First thing I would do on the desert island is rip those extra strings off. And use them to like tie fit, catch fish well, with yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, you probably destroy the whole base and burn it to have a fire. <laughs> or so the naked and afraid cast. I've actually not <laughs> hunt two <laughs> on the island. Anyways, um, yeah. <laughs> okay, I think it'd just be fun to play. I okay, mean, the other ones, I, I would hold it and be like, "Get this thing off of me." Okay. I mean, they're usually made out of mahogany. I mean, they're yeah, it's a substantial like, base. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's like one where you're kind of like. These are really good electronics, and you know, it's like, why did they ruin this piece of mahogany? Man, you have to. Pl- a, that's a that's a high playing bass, I would imagine, isn't it? No. What? Yeah, totally is. Ent whistle style, man. Well, did you see the picture of that guy? Uh, this picture that we had, and when we were doing our research, coming up with this was the guy on the trampoline. Yes, fan freaking test. <laughs> that was pretty amazing. <laughs> I encourage everyone to do a search for. The BC rich bitch eight string and just and, look for a dude on a and trampoline. Take a gander at the fellow on the trampoline with his collection of them. It is spectacular. Actually, maybe we'll just put that on the Facebook, on the Facebook group. Um, okay, so that's your choice. That's my choice. All right. Any particular color? <laughs> is there are there options? I don't there, know. If there, there are. are they're all, kind of all natural, kind of well, looking. You can also get it black, but yeah. I, I, I would go. Kind of what yeah. we saw the yeah. natural, natural wood. wood. All right, Mister of Information. So, so I played three of these before. Oh, whoa! Uh, no, I owned a, a knockoff Hofner. You know, it was like I think it was Honer. You know, the, <laughs> yeah, the right. violin maker yeah. or the harmonica maker. Yeah. but they made it look kind of like it. Yeah, I, I, I think that's what it was. I can't remember. But I had one of those. I played a Steinberger, like a, an L series that was fretless. And then, of course, borrowed the How Dan weird Electro. was that? The well, it has the little flip-out leg rest. Did you have you ever seen that? Like, there's a little plastic flap that right. folds out from so that it makes a. Well, so I'm just, just curious. Like, why, why did this base need to be made? At, at what point did the guy say? Someone say like, you know, what we need we need to completely do away with all convention we know to work and create something that to, I don't to get it. Minimum, I don't know. The Longhorn, which had kind of an interesting sound, I played. I borrowed that as a backup bass yeah. for a while, but I've never played a BC Rich. I've held him in a guitar store, I think. And I think that'd be too much bass for you, dude. The bitch. Yeah. It's. I think you would be its bitch. I. <laughs> to be honest, you're, you're probably right, and it would not be my choice. So, what so, is your choice? So. I can say that the Hofner didn't dig, you know, it was like, I don't know, I don't even know why I had it. It was one of those, like, how did, it was just like, how did I get this? I don't know. <laughs> I bought it for like $40 somewhere or something. $40? It, it was not. It, Remember, Honer. Yeah, no, honer, I know, yeah. but I mean, was, you see those come up, uh, okay. It was awful. Right. Um, but I'm going to say the Steinberger. Oh! So let me explain this. The, the the bitch just you know just you're right it's just too much it's just I'm looking at the, I found this this little this schematic here that tells what all of the unless you were wearing like doing. fur or something <laughs> I, you couldn't do that it's you like a bat, it it's like an I, unless I were like in the 
you know, Lord of the Rings, and it was like an <laughs> right. axe. I was, it was a weapon I'm trying that's to... That's I'm saying. I think that's what it was originally designed. That's where right, I'm going with it. No, that, that was Gene Simmons' base. Oh, right. That, was, that one's the one that's so sharp that you would cut yourself on the side of it if you weren't... Anyway, I'm looking at... There's like a freaking schematic here to understand how to even use it. So it's right. out, and it's like, I think it's stupid looking. <laughs> so, sorry. Okay, so we got one vote for the, the BC Rich the bitch. The Hoffner... Hoffner was just too... It, the it stay it wouldn't stay in tune it, you know and I've read you know McCartney if you listen to his old recordings it's not always in tune it's you mean like, McCartney McCartney yeah <laughs> I mean it's not the senator it sounds great <laughs> how he's doing McCartney. I'm not <laughs> Senator <laughs> McCartney <laughs> senator from the senator from Minnesota um, no I, I didn't mean to say in any way that he's out of tune like you can you can just hear that sound where it's just bending it moves it's, yeah it, it, it's like a piece it, it can't handle itself yeah which in some ways is cool but it's just not my it's not my thing and then the dan electro while i liked some of it it's not none of those other ones i felt like were solid that's why they're on here right but a steinberger I, but let me explain Maybe because I I did play one and it was pretty. The once you get to the tuning thing, like you do have to like. I forget how you. The, the string it has its own special strings, right? With the yeah. balls on each end, and you have to buy them. And so that was genius in that in the, on their part. It's kind of like Apple, right? We'll we'll make yeah, something that we have everything to be, about those things are proprietary. Same right. thing with like the Parker flies. Yeah, I've seen Sting play one. Getty Lee played one. Don't get me wrong. I would never, ever buy one. <laughs> ever. <laughs> Under any circumstances, ever, except this scenario. You can get scenario. them on Craigslist for like, well, maybe that's just the guitars, but the, the, those come up about four or five hundred bucks. They, I, I want to say they had these Somehow they're holding their value. I'm not really sure. I don't know. But it's like the, I feel like I would have technical problems with the Hoffner and the Dan Electro, uh, probably, like it, uh, over a period of time. And... The Steinberger and the bitch would be the most solid, but I believe that the Steinberger is the least, like, stupidest looking, you know, <laughs> of between the two. So I'm going to let that's okay. what I'm Wow. All right. Sorry, I think Aaron. it's the most stupid looking. No, you're totally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All man. Right. What about you? Yeah, Todd. I know. It's, is it the long <laughs> horn after we argued about it for. Uh, <laughs> I gotta say, I th- I'm having trouble. I'm, I'm, I'm really having trouble. I, <laughs> I, I've heard, I've heard good, I've heard good, uh, you know, stories for each one. I've got, you know, you guys have made cases for them. Uh, I, I think because the Hofnerville is so singular to one player. That's out. Yeah, I mean, you're just gonna. You, can't, you know, it's Senator out. Senator like McCarthy or nobody. You know, <laughs> exactly. Senator, Senator McCarthy. Exactly. Just like a just like a jersey, like, like Michael Jordan. Nobody jersey. else buy that. Yeah. He. That's his. That's that's his. Well, anybody that goes up and plays, the only thing I think of is like, and you're not as good you're as not, Senator you're, McCarthy. You're playing, <laughs> you're playing Paul's bass. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a weird thing. Um, so it's kind of like owning like a 5150, which if you're an enthusiast, if you're like, dude, Eddie is my 
absolute hero and it's like you have one for that sake the same reason that which i'd never i don't think i would but if i would buy a replica um joe strummer telecaster you know it would it wouldn't be to go on stage and go like hey look at my joe strummer it'd be like because because that's as close as i'll get to the real thing ever yeah i can see that so for museum purposes i can understand that um but if you do play one and you love it that's cool yeah. Like I like that, and that was the, that was part of my criteria. We didn't want to do anything that was just so totally ridiculous that nobody would want it, um, or that we would just spend time making fun of the entire time. That said, I think I have to go. I think I have to go with the Longhorn. What? I know. Oh, no way. <laughs> I know. I, th- I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, I I have I have trashed it on dude. After we, you like demoralized me for even <laughs> even considering ever even having it in my possession. I know, and I I don't have words. <laughs> Here, here's here's no, the let's reason. Hear your, let's here's hear the reason why. Logic because um, I I think it would provide maybe. Well, maybe aside from the the viola, the most singular, unique sounding bass. Um, it's definitely. But it would have like... to be. It would have to be in an acceptable color. It couldn't be anything stupid. Um, and I, I like. I'm. Ta- I. I. I've waffled on between that and the. Uh, I've toggled and waffled. I've toffled mm. and woggled. Um, <laughs> on the BC Rich, uh, but. The eight string thing is just like bonkers to me, and like yeah, I'd be like, I I'm gonna need a course, an online course or an old VHS course on how to actually use this thing. Right. And so for that purpose, (laughs) (laughs) for that purpose, plugging in the Dan Electro and just going boom, I know exactly what this is gonna do. That's like one knob or whatever. Right. You know, he's like, so I know. I know, I but don't even like, look at me. I don't think, even ever talk to me again. <laughs> I think it's safe to say that we wouldn't really ever have to make this choice. So, hypothetically speaking, we've all made good selections. <laughs> and 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 look, let let's let's be honest. Like we we're having fun with this, but each one of those up there is known for a reason. Those are all really yeah, quality yeah, they're instruments. Yeah. They're famous. Completely badass players have played all three of those. Yeah, I mean, four of those. Even some of the other ones we were talking about that we didn't ultimately get on this list. I mean, they're absolute, you know, they're feats of engineering and craftsmanship, you know, but yeah. it's just like, yeah, that's just a little yeah. too weird. Nice. That's where the polarization comes into play. Oh, man. Well, that was fun. We still went an hour and 10 minutes. Really? <laughs> just think if Jeff was here. That guy talks forever. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please join us on Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar knobs to share your cool guitar stuff and thoughts on our episodes. We're on Twitter.com forward slash guitar underscore knobs and also on Instagram at guitar knobs. If you'd like to buy one of our guitar knob t-shirts, come visit us at our website, guitarknobs.podbean.com. <laughs>